At T-Mobile, we believe in putting people first by treating them right. So we're upping the benefits without upping the price. Introducing Magenta Max, now with unlimited premium data that can't slow down based on how much smartphone data you use. Plus, get Netflix on us. Right now, pay zero cost to switch. And bring your phone. We'll pay it off up to $650 bucks, only at T-Mobile. Activate up to 4K or video streams at 480p, up to 40 gigs high-speed tethering. $650 via virtual prepaid card, allow 15 days. Simmons support charges waived. Receive Netflix standard with two lines. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, the man who would accompany me to, to the ring like J.J. Dillon did on the AEW <laughs> earlier this week. Wait, 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 wait. One Chris Domingo. Wait. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this fine? As always, air quotes during the pandemic, Saturday morning start. You're joking about J.J. Dillon, right? J.J. Dillon came to the ring along with FTR and Tully Blanchard on the oh AEW. Oh, my God. Earlier. He didn't wrestle. I mean, come on. But he, no, showed, but, he was there. No, but he was there. I, I go back <laughs> to the introductory press conference. When Tony Khan mm-hmm. literally like wanted to say, "Yo, I ain't here to talk about the past or 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 or, or something along those lines, wrestling terms." Right. right. And all I see is Tully like like no one asked for like the actual four horsemen. Are we gonna bring back Barry with them? Yeah, no. Like Arn Anderson and JJ Dillon and and uh, they were all in a ring together and yeah. Hey, yeah. I get the Shaquille stuff. Like I, I mean, that's yeah, that's whatever. Just, that's just a. A, a true and tried ratings tradition of, of getting like I don't know like I I, I mean WWE is doing Bad Bunny you got Bad like, Bunny I, right. yeah like no like um, I understand that like I, I mean that's that's part of the formula the formula however like because I used to hear wrestling internet just scream oh WWE is always looking like I don't know they're trying to like look into their past this is looking in your past times eighty. Like yeah. I, I mean, like no one asked for JJ Dillon. No one asked for JJ Dillon. No one asked for you no know. Half for Tully Blanchard. Tully Blanchard. Like, no, no one like, asked for no, any of this. But look at the list of dudes that they. No, oh sorry, the Big Show. <laughs> yes. Oh, no oh, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. No more BS because like now it's like, come on, Paul. Like yeah, I, sure. <laughs> I know you suck now, but like no, like it, it's like these are the things that prevent me because. I don't enjoy hypocrisy in terms mm-hmm. of like trying to differentiate your product. And AEW for me is just like it. It was. It's not coming off as what was sold to Joe wrestling fan. Like, well, like it, it's it's basically the same thing as WWE. It it, it pretty much <laughs> is. And, and again, you know what? We were promised something. We were given something else when it came to AEW. In order to not alienate our wrestling fans, we'll stop talking about AEW now, and we will talk about something we were promised and we were given in this city. And that's the Philadelphia 76ers who are playing extraordinary basketball. We're going to start off the show talking about them and what they look like heading into the break and what may happen to them on the other side of the All-Star game this weekend, which again is the least buzziest NBA All-Star game I can remember in years. Um, well, we also have to talk about the local football team because we are less than two weeks away from D-Day or whatever the new year, new January 1st, if um, you will. Uh, um, no, Diana Rossini, quote-unquote, says it will be a massacre. Massacre. Like, no, like, I, I mean, like, I don't know, like, because people have, like, poo-pooed the salary cap. It's like, oh, the salary cap doesn't matter. It's like you can restructure. There is so much restructuring you can do for contracts that were that were, that were were structured under the assumption of an escalating salary cap. You know what's yeah. not escalating? The salary the cap. The salary cap, yeah. So the, the St. Patrick's Day <laughs> Massacre coming up in less than two weeks. We will discuss that as well and we have some other stuff to get into because again it's a very busy week in the world of sports so as always we want to thank you guys for listening to us here 106.5 fm wppm lp philadelphia or wherever you get your podcasts or radio shows again please subscribe download listen wherever you get your podcast apple podcast stitcher radio tune in radio google play spotify youtube music i said google play youtube music again spreaker again wherever you get your podcast do a search for the broad street line Download us to your phone, your iPad, your computer, your MP3-enabled device. Take us with you on the go 24-7, 365, 
leave us a review, leave us a five-star rating, a heart, a thumbs up, whatever the positive review is, and write some kind words about us as well. Because, again, we like to read kind words every now and then. We like to read some positive reviews about what we do here on the Broad Street Line. But please support us wherever you get your podcast and support our family here at Philly Cam Radio in Philadelphia, phillycam.org. Please check them out today and every day. You got you got any shout-outs before we get into it, sir? No, in the spirit of of promoting positive comments of this podcast. Yes. I will not I will not bring up one of the absolute worst topics I've ever seen on Twitter. Mm. The the um the uh of course nuanced uh conversation uh-huh. of unpaid internships. Oh because, yes. No we're not talking ob- about that. because obviously people who are engaged with this do not live on planet Earth. Like yes. I, I I mean they just like they live in this in this utopian world. And I got a lot of vibes where this will be short, where people were looked down on because they, because they worked unpaid or, or low pay. It's like, this is the game. I, I don't know how else to relay this to human beings. That's it. Okay. I'll say this. Yeah. The game, the game is the game. That doesn't mean the game is right. Yes. <laughs> but the game in some aspects is the game. But let me say this, the game being, being wrong or being the way it is, uh, prevents some people from playing the game. Yes. So there you go. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, that's and, all we'll, we'll and, and if you don't want to play the game, you don't need to play the game. No, no. But, but, but again, the game should not, let's, let's make it clear. <laughs> the game should not be the way it is. Yes. There you go. That's all. If you want more information, if you want more information about the don't the go to me. Yeah, we're because, dancing. We're dancing yeah, around. Yeah, no, because yeah. that really was a very sobering. Just I, I'm just scrolling for five minutes, and I'm like, wow, people are insulting people, and it's like for the sake of just cracking jokes, and, and it's like that was pretty sobering. It's like you know, you can't even like voice an opinion like that and like not get like destroyed, like <laughs> whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me let me do say one thing. Um, if you if you had some addition, if you had some help while playing the game, you should disclose that. Yes, yes, <laughs> and, please and, do. And, so, and be, so be aware of your get, privilege. Yeah. yeah. So so it doesn't get dug up and you get dumped on. Yeah, that's exactly. It. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That that's it. Um, so if you want some more of uh, Chris Domingo's um Twitter um rants or whatever have you, you can follow him on the Twitter machine at skd215. I'm at the BS line. Um. Probably tweeting once again about my boys, the Blues. Big win this week, earlier this week, against Liverpool. one nothing in the top four of the table, as they say, in the EPL, which is a good <laughs> thing. Um, so what are, you, what are you tweeting about this weekend? I'm going to watch this Biggie documentary because I uh, just Yeah, paid, I need to watch that tonight. Because yeah. I just paid 19 freaking dollars for uh, 4K Netflix. I'd be like, what is this? Bro, I, yeah, I got the email the other day, and I'm like, Pam, like, I got to figure out like why this is so expensive because like, I never watch Netflix anymore, no, and it's no, like $19. No. You're right, it's $19. No, this will be a one-month, like, I don't know, because I don't watch Shit's Creek. I don't watch, like, I just mm-hmm. don't watch shows. And right. regardless of if you give me recommendations, I'll find a way not to watch the show. Mm-hmm. But I will watch this documentary, yeah. and and this will be the last month that I <laughs> that I subscribe to Netflix. Yeah, no, I'm sitting there around. I'm like, I gotta like figure out. I'm like, I'm, if I'm paying 19 dollars for this, like, I gotta cancel like the Washington Post or something like this. Like, 19 dollars. No, no, no <laughs> I, I mean, like, this is a conversation I'd rather have. Is there are certain things that for me, I would pick like, like publications. I kind of need. I need the Washington Post. I need the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, oh, sorry, I'm uh, sorry, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a scumbag for for subscribing to the New York Times. But oh, I mean, man. like, there are just certain things that like. Are almost, I don't say a must because no, 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 yeah, no, must. Yeah, right. But I mean, like for me, I'd rather have YouTube Premium than Netflix. Yeah, certain things improve your Spotify quality. Spotify is probably the most essential subscription you could possibly have. Well, I'm glad you didn't say Title because Title is now sold, <laughs> um, thanks to Jay Z, who, who who turned a little tidy little profit. So shout out to Jay Z. Who did it get um, sold to? That was it Square. It was Square. Um, Square bought it for like 297. Well, they bought a controlling share for like 297 million. I can't wait to get the song about that. Yeah. So yeah. So so congratulations to, to to Sean Carter who tweeted for the first time this week for the first time in like three years um, about the, the the sale of title to to Jack whatever the dude's name <laughs> is. So c- congrats to title. I'm glad you didn't say title. I'm glad you said this said Spotify. Speaking of deals, though, we need to talk about a deal or a potential deal. Involving the the man who shall not be named because we were not talk about it. we did not want to talk about him. 
<laughs> Carson Wentz, he is selling his house on the in the outskirts. I mean, the out out outskirts of the New Jersey suburbs. No, one point seven million. Is this South Jersey? South Jersey, Woodstown, New Jersey. Which again, if you look at it on Never, the map, I, I was forty years old when I went when I when I figured out what Woodstown, New Jersey was. It's near nothing. It's like okay. it's literally like. 20 something minutes away from, I was going to say Glassboro, but people don't even know what Glassboro is. It's probably like 40 minutes away. It's like in the middle of like nowhere, South Jersey. Um, but Carson Wentz has a $1.7 million house that he's trying to unload. You had some thoughts about this house because you said this didn't have any soul, where I saw the soul of 37 deer on the walls of this house because Carson Wentz is, a very, is an avid hunter, clearly, from what we've seen on the, in the walls. Uh, I, I really hope this is the last page of the Carson Wentz Philadelphia story. But I, I mean, <laughs> I like I always found like athletes' houses to be fascinating because obviously they're not all the same. Like I, I mean, for for Carson Wentz's deer museum, like I, I, I mean, I that would not be my preference. <laughs> but I mean, like, but you know what? This kind of is if if you would have said. What type of environment would Carson Wentz live in? It, you would say a, a play, an area where you can hunt, where no one can find you. Yep. Exactly. That's yeah. where he lived. Yeah, like there's literally no houses nearby. It's probably like the only house in the whole street, like the whole road. I, I want to call it a street because it's not a street. It's just a road. It's in the middle of nowhere, and he's got a converted garage that's like basically like his, his pre-deer hunting room, <laughs> and it has like 17 different, literally like 17 different camouflage suits inside of it. And, and again, like there's a, the nice things in the house. I mean, again, there's a nice, there's a nice wet bar, a couple of wet bars, and a wine cellar, and some nice little accoutrements to the house. But like you said, if you said design a, a Carson Wentz house for me, here's one point seven million dollars. It's a nice, moderately decent house with a whole bunch of hunting stuff. And yeah, that's Carson no, and and trucks. No, and you know what? Like it really does show that, like. Maybe this maybe this East Coast living isn't meant for a guy from North Dakota. Exactly. Like again, <laughs> like like certain guys just ain't built. I mean, not that he's not. I won't say he's not built for it, but I mean, it's like all Carson once wants to do is hang out with Trent Cole in the blind with a gun or a bow and arrow and like shoot some deers. Not Doug That's Peterson, it. obviously. Well, not Doug Peterson. Absolutely, absolutely not Doug Peterson. So I didn't think it was that bad of a house, but like you said, like when I think starting quarterback Philadelphia Eagles house. You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's like stuff I see on like cribs. So I'm yeah. thinking like, you know, some special stuff. No, I, I mean, it just really just shows this dude was not meant, was meant to be in another area. Like, like, it's just like, just hearing about the way that he lived his life. It's like, this is not meant for, like, cause usually like a big city quarterback is like in it. Like, right. I, I mean, like living downtown, like, and and no fault to Carson. That's just yeah, not yeah. who he was. Yeah, like, and, and I and I think maybe being in a different kind of environment will help him. Yeah, which again, which is why I think I'm bullish again. If you asked me to buy, and you asked me before, would you buy Carson one stock? One hundred percent, I'd buy Carson one stock because I think Indianapolis is a better environment for him. But forget that. We're going to talk some basketball because again, we were promised a good Sixers team this year, and the, that promise was delivered upon. Has been delivered upon so far. The Philadelphia 76ers, 24-12, and 12, heading into the All-Star break. Their best record at the break since 2001. We all know what happened that season. But most importantly, a beautiful statement win over the Utah Jazz earlier this week. Joel Embiid, 40 points, 19 rebounds, one ejection of Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, 34 points on 33 shots. Look, I, I, I know, and you may still doubt, and a lot of people may still doubt, but look, this team is for real. Like This team is a legit, legitimately good no, basketball team. No, They're no, really but, good. No, but legitimate title contender. They're right there. Well, that, All right, let me ask you the question because I was going to lead into it. Sixers, Jazz, Nets, Lakers. Rank those teams. Uh... In terms of winning a championship, not like I don't know current stand, like a, winning, w- raising the trophy in July. I'll say Lakers, Nets, Sixers, Jess. Yeah, that's probably right. <laughs> no, probably like right. I, my like I, this really comes down to what are you, what do you want? What do you want out of this team? Is, is it a, this is is this a championship or bus season for you? 
for the Sixers or or a finals or bus. It's for for the at 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 this point, it's really close to finals or bust, man. Okay. At no, this point, like, I mean, if you're no, the number like, one seed at, at this point in the season, it's pretty much finals or bust. Yeah, no. If you want a a fun team that's been the the most fun team in 20 years, good chemistry, this team is like – this iteration of this team without any changes is for you. Mm-hmm. But for me, if you're this close, you really need to do whatever it takes to get over that hump. And I – I really enjoy this team. It's like, I, I mean, like you can't deny like just the overall vibes on this team, mm-hmm. but vibes only get you so far. Right. You, you, it will not get you past James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. All right. Well, again, you, you lead me into my next question because again, vibes are great and vibes only get you so far. Vibes got you the number one seed in the East. I assume vibes can get you the number one seed in the East at the end of the season. And again, if vibes can get you that far, do you need to make a move between now and the trade deadline in order to get over the hump? I just think that playing a a full a, at full strength playoff team, whether it's the three or the four seed, mm-hmm. you're going to need shot creation. Okay. And I, I, I mean, it, it's I'm sorry, I'm I'm not going to go against my basketball instincts. That like I, I mean, Embiid's going to be probably hopefully the MVP. Mm-hmm. And and Tobias Harris has shown that he can be a closer at times. But those other three guys in crunch time on crunch time offense, I don't know like like I think Kyle Newbeck said it best is like in a perfect world Danny Green and or Seth Curry should be your fifth best starter. Correct. On, on this team, they're your fourth and fifth. I was going to say like like one of them is your fifth best starter. Yeah, so, yeah. no, but I mean <laughs> yeah. like it's and and I'm not sure how much that bench can hold a lead. And that's the thing, because again, the other night we saw the bench play really well. Um, but again, like it's not going to happen every night with that bench. But that being said, the bench, you're less reliant on the bench in the playoffs. That said, you're still going to need 25 to 30 points out of your bench every night in the playoffs. Yep. Um, I'm not sure who, you, who that, who that, other than Shake Milton, I'm not sure who's going to give you that point, those points on a consistent basis. I'm. <sighs> See, I'm just so torn on this team because, again, like the starting lineup's really good, and no, but is it no? But like, I think we, like, people in general, NBA fans, have always dumped on good, great regular season teams, whether it's the Hawks or the Bucks, or I mean, this season the Jazz. Are the Sixers just a, like? Do you think the Sixers because they had they they need an extra notch with this? If if you were to roll with this team. You you need an extra notch. Whether I don't and I don't know who that notch is. It's not it like you're, you're going to ask Embiid to play any better. That's the thing. It's like you're not going to get better Embiid. Like at, at, you're not going to get better Simmons either. Right. Like at, at best you get this Embiid, and you know in actuality you probably get like a, a like a notch below. Just because again, like 70, 80 games in, I mean he's not going to be this guy because he yeah. just won't be that, that guy. So you're probably not going to get this Embiid come May. You might get this Ben Simmons come May, but again, it's not going to be better Ben Simmons. Um, are you going to get this Tobias Harrison May? That's a good question because again, like the man's been a been a ball on fire for for three months. No, and, and I gonna, understand you know, the whole like ruining the dynamic of the team, but I mean, like, isn't this not much different than two thousand one, where you had a good vibes team, you had Theo, but you took a risk. Right, but like, he was hurt though, so that's the thing. It's like you didn't really. I mean, you didn't. I mean, you. I guess you. I guess you technically broke up the chemistry, but Theo wasn't there. Like Theo wasn't coming back. So yeah. you needed a big. You needed somebody to battle Shaq. So you got you got you, know, you got Dikembe, and then you you made your run. So I think like if to get the piece they need, do they again? Does does this team need to really destroy? You know, disrupt their chemistry? I don't think the answer is yes. Because again, let's say I don't. I don't know who the piece is, but I mean, let's say it's. Kyle Lowry, just for the sake of an argument, if you trade the the Danny Green and the Matisse Thibault and whatever else you need to do, does that really break up the chemistry of this team? I don't know if no, it does. No, yeah, it doesn't. And like, and you're and you're bringing in a good veteran leader and replacing it with another good veteran leader. Like, right. I, I mean, like, I just think like I don't, I don't know. I I've been saying it. You can't waste this season. And if you don't do anything, Daryl and Doc will forever say, what if we would have went all in? Right. Like, this is 
if there's a year to go all in, this is the year. This is the year. I, I, I mean, like a down Eastern Conference. Like I, I, I mean, like I like you really only have. I, I mean, if you were to make a trade, mm-hmm. you really only have one team to seriously cons- worry about, and it's the Nets. Yeah. And and you're right. Like this is like you said it before on, on last week's show. This is a kind of like it's not it's not a technically it's not like the bubble COVID year, but it's still a goofy year. Yeah, you know, with the travel, with the limited schedule, with you know the the, the rosters, you know, the, everything kind of going on as far as rosters and health and things like that. This is a weird year. And there's any year you can kind of sneak in and get to the finals. This is the year. I mean, this is the year. <laughs> I I just like I just like. I don't are know. You not, are, are, are you not sold on Kyle Lowry making that much? Thank you. Impact? Yeah, like I'm like, I don't know if Kyle Lowry's a piece. I don't know who the piece is. Like I'm, there was a talk. I don't know. He's not the piece, but they were like, Sixers interested in Nemanja Bielitsa. It's like, all right, that's great, but I ain't going to take you over the top. I mean, it's like, I don't know what – I can't – I don't know what one available player, and maybe I don't just know the available players. I don't know if what guy – one guy on the market – for real, I don't even know if it's reasonable because I don't think it matters anymore. Because, like you said, you got to make it. You got to make a move this year. I don't know if one guy on the market who's who who if they add this guy to the team, I can say, you know what, this team's beating the Nets. No, know. no, PJ Tucker, I, maybe. No, there's a guy who I I was looking at, and I think he might be gettable, even not even giving up Danny Green. Oh, okay. I think I know where you're going. Go ahead, Evan Fournier. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to say Lonzo Ball, but okay, okay. Evan Fournier takes you over the top. He takes you over the top without giving up much. Like, okay. yeah, right. like Kyle Lowry, you're giving up much. You're giving up a lot, yeah. And with Lonzo, you're giving up much. Mm-hmm. With Hart, you're giving up. Like, I, I mean, all these tra- – like, but, like, you, you're going to sacrifice a chance at a finals for Danny Green? That's the thing. It's like no. It's like no. Like you, you trade Danny Green, and like you said, this is the year. Your so issue you is you don't think Kyle Lowry is that much of an upgrade. I, I think he's an upgrade, and I and again, like I'll pay whatever reasonable price it is to, for Kyle Lowry. But when I see Kyle Lowry on this team, it's not. It doesn't. It just doesn't pop to me. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't. Just, they don't just jump off the page and say, "All right, this is the team to beat." All of a sudden, because. I, 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 like, look, you and I know, and we're probably like the only two in Philadelphia, teams in Philadelphia. The Nets are going to be a problem in the playoffs. All right, <laughs> this team is healthy. Like, you got to stop those three dudes. You got to stop Harden. You got to stop Kyrie, and you got to stop Kevin Durant. You got and you got to score with them dudes. Yeah, and I, and I don't know if Kyle Lowry's enough just to keep up with them. Look, but you know what's a tough not dude, gonna, But you I know what's it. not going to keep up with them? This version, this of team right now. I get, no, I get it. I no, no, I and I, I ask people, even in a second round <clears> series against, if they ever get their stuff together, the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, like I, I ask, who's taking when they're dumping down on Embiid? Who has the rock in their hands with six seconds left consistently, like or with two minutes left? Is it Tobias Harris? Those are like, Tobias. We've seen like, it a couple times this year. But Those I think, Tobias. but do you want your championship hopes and dreams? relied on that ideally no because again that's really the only that's literally the only other option on this team like because again like you said like in the playoffs because we've seen it you know in the past against the celtics we've seen it all the time against toronto they're going to just focus everything on joel and and they're going to dare everybody else to beat them i mean and look ben simmons ain't gonna shoot so and again we've seen other teams in the playoffs kind of like lock down on ben simmons and, and close off the, the driving lanes so it's going to be ben it's going to have to be tobias harris taking those shots and if you don't think, and I, here I agree, like if you don't think Tobias Harris is consistently going to be able to make those consistently. shots, you have to make a deal. You have you have to make a deal. I, I find. I mean, you could give you could convince me that Kyle Lowry's the guy, but I mean, I'm no, saying, like you know what? In a perfect world, you know the two guys who I'm getting. I'm getting Fournier and I'm getting Lou Will. Okay. All right. The the thing is, the, the only hiccup with Lowry is he makes so much money that you need matching salaries. Like for for thirty million dollars of of exchange salaries, I think I can get two pieces. Because yeah, you're probably right. To be honest, I mm-hmm. think this team needs two, two like a shooter and a and a creator. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like I like Luo makes ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. Twenty makes like you can for what you would trade. You could use that same exact trade that you would that you're trading for a thirty four year old point guard. Like thirty million and get Fournier and Lou Williams. 
Mm-hmm. And Lou Williams, like, you know what? The, and the thing that makes me nervous about this team, there are too many scared shooters. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot of guys who just don't. And even even to some extent, Seth Curry. Like, there's a lot of yeah. guys who, like, when they have open shots, they just don't pull the trigger. And that's and that was the thing about – and that's the thing, and, I, and I'll, give, I'll give Doc Rivers slash Tobias Harris credit on this because that was Tobias Harris's problem last year. It's like, Tobias Harris had looks. I was like, yo, just, just shoot the ball. Like, it's yeah. fine. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, he would – but he would kind of – and even MB to an extent before. Like, they would take, you know, an extra beat or two to, like, you know, with the ball to kind of figure out what they want to do. This offense is giving these dudes a, like open looks. Just shoot the ball. Yeah, Just shoot it. Like it's fine. Like and that's and that's and that's the problem again. And maybe Kyle Lowry fixes this because Kyle Lowry, you know, he's not a shoot. coward. Yeah, but he's he, not a he, coward. He ain't scared to shoot the ball. No. Like the thing is, you're going to need to shoot these shots. Like they're like Utah is good because they work the ball around and they get open shots and they take them. And yeah, they, I and just don't see a guy on this team that can consistently make. Contested jump shots. Because there's not one. No. There's not one. Like, and, and that's why you need yeah. a Lowry, a Lou Will, like even a 48 to like like mm-hmm. these dudes are like they're they've been they've been shot create like I, I mean they take tough shots. Right. And I, I mean it's when you see a guy like Harden just I, I mean 35 like I'm not expecting 35 foot threes, but no <laughs> the 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 shot difficult the the ability to make difficult perimeter shots in the playoffs will always determine who wins a championship. Exactly. Again, like we've said, just think about and again we we sound like the old the old people, but think about you know NBA champions of years past and think about like the guys who've been on these teams. You had difficult shot creators like Le, like LeBron James. Again, you can think of all the LeBron James like a lot of the LeBron James shots he's made in the playoffs because like yo man, it's like when the team needs a basket. Get LeBron on the get LeBron on the wing, clear out. He's gonna take his man, pull up from twenty feet, you know, knock it down. We saw Kawhi Leonard do. We've seen Kyrie Irving. Like there's tons of guys in the league who can do it, except on this team. Yeah, and you need yeah. to, you need to have those dudes because every title team has a couple, probably. Yeah, no, I, I'm not sure. Like, like, like how Lou got along with Doc last year, but man, you need to like I like for me, I would make that call. Like I, I mean, like or like, cause like they're looking to upgrade or like get something different. Yeah. Like I, I mean, cause I could totally see like Lou will not backing down against the series against like a, like against a Celtics or even a Nets. Right. I, I mean, you like he is pretty damn old, but mm-hmm. you know what? He can still chuck it, and I, I saw he's still shooting like almost like 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 high thirties on threes, like. Getting to like, I, I mean, this is the guy. I, I mean, like, I, I don't need a Dikembe as deal, but you do need to make a trade if, if you can say, "Yo, we gave it our best shot to get to a finals." Yeah, I, I think I think I think you're right. Again, like, and the more I think about it, again, I can, I might be more, in, I might be more inclined to go with the two guys instead of the one guy because, again, I, I'd like to have, you know, six or seven score, well, maybe six scores that I can kind of count on, <laughs> yeah. you know, in in the in the in the playoffs. And again, you don't have that now. Um, but if you did a deal for like a Lou Will and like a Fournier, whoever, like you'll have, you know, five or six, six guys, I guess I'd say you have six guys. You can kind of count on to get you a bucket if you need a bucket. Um, but that said, all right, we'll forget about that for a second. Cause again, we're 30, 24 and 12, 36 games in 36 games left. Joel Embiid, the MVP, forget what Jay will has to say. Cause James Harden's not the MVP of the NBA. Like, go on, let's stop with that. But let me ask you, who is the most important person Behind this Sixers start this year, is it Embiid? Doc Rivers. Well, is it is it Embiid? Is it Rivers or is it Dal Morey? Doc. Is that more than more than those other two guys? I, I mean, what did Daryl Morey really like? He, he but, put this team together. No, he got Danny Green and Seth Curry. Okay, and got rid of Al Horford. Yeah, no, but like I, I, I mean, for him to unleash this version of Ben Simmons, which isn't even, I, I mean, like. I guess this is the best version of Ben Simmons you'll ever get. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I but I mean, like, he's not like he's a, he's more aggressive to the rim. He's getting better at his free throws. I mean, arguably the best defense, the perimeter best perimeter defensive player. I've always said that you, you just really need to do a lot of massaging to like build a really good offense, like because I, I just, but I still think that like Doc. Basically, doing that, motivating Tobias to be a little more assertive, 
I mean, he's never been a like like a tactician. Right. I mean, but I but I think his overall like presence and and his cachet. I, I mean, he's like like he, he demands respect, and mm-hmm. and I I think we said it at the beginning of the season. They need a coach that that will trump them and will stand up to them, and thankfully he did and challenged them. And mm-hmm. I don't think if you bring in any other coach, if if, if you would have brought in Daryl Morey and brought in any other coach, that's even remotely similar i don't think you get I, I think this team might be four or five games worse yeah no you know what all right you, you convinced me because i was going to say down more because down more was going to be my guy but you're right because because you know doc rivers has a gravity you know when he walks in a room and when he talks if they would have got hard in it would be more well yeah well okay yeah but i mean like doc rivers has a different gravity than just about every coach in the nba i mean was he no, like, like no seventh all time in wins or whatever no offense like, to Nick. But if you were to put Nate McMillan on this team, they're not yeah, twenty four. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, other, yeah, again, other than again, a hand like a Popovich or a um, or a Spolcher or what? I mean, there's only a handful of guys again who can throw the ring on the table. I'm like, look, yeah. man, like I want a title, like fam, like you got to listen to me, like. And I think the the staff that he brought in. Yeah. I, I mean, like usually, I think coaching, like NBA coaching, is very overrated. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like this is an instance where coaching matters, no. and it's not even the the X's and O's. It's just, yo, know, like channel these, channel the best versions of these dudes. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. It's not like it's not plays and things like that. It's like yo, get out. Yeah. Unlock Ben Simmons. Unlock Tobias Harris. Yeah. Um, I think Joel Embiid was kind of you know motivated himself. You know, for for multiple reasons. But yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Doc is probably he's probably the team MVP if you had to kind of. Kind of, kind of put a name on that. So, all right, I'll, so I'll go with that. So, all right, Sixers twenty four and twelve going into the All Star break, number one seed in the East, um, getting ready for um, the All Star game this weekend. Then I know you're super excited about. Um, I know you're, you're excited. You're, I know you're sad that there's no Rising Stars game, right? Oh, what? There's there's activities. Yeah, there's activities this week. This week. Oh this my weekend. god. The the dunk contest with Obi Obi Toppin. I know you're in Anthony Simmons. I know you're excited about that, right? Uh, you you the way you're looking at me. I know this is a radio show, but the way you're looking at me is kind of. What? Like you don't like you don't know that this is going to this go down. This is the most piss poor. <laughs> like this is really uh uh <laughs> like ass version of, of All Star Weekend. This well, is look, you're, this getting is you're getting the you're getting you're getting the you're getting the three point shootout. You're getting the uh, the skills competition. You're getting the dunk contest. Like I don't. What else do you want? Like I under like I, I mean I get the spirit like the spirit of it. It's like yo, know, you just need to generate any sort of money at this point. I guess. But, but I mean, <laughs> God, I, I I mean, dude, you should have given these dudes a break. Just give these guys a week off. It's fine. Like whatever, because they're gonna donate. Because again, the the All Star game you know, is in Atlanta. This year got moved from Indianapolis. And they're going to donate two point five million dollars to HBCUs, which is great. However, Adam Silver could have just wrote the check and just given everybody a week off, and nobody would like these guys don't want to play. No, like, nobody wants to go down there. Like again, like they're going to go down there. Yeah, you know, like are they going to go hang out with like Trey Songs and Rick Ross and all? Of them? I'm sure, but they'd rather stay at home probably if you got to ask them. Yeah, no, I think, and this is where it's like you made it. You got through that like rough patch at the beginning of the season with all like the cancel games and stuff. It's like you want to put yourself out there this time, right? For some crummy Rick Ross concerts. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. Like, I don't, like, I don't need to see the baby or little baby or what are the babies that much. Like I really don't. Like it's not that not that important. But it's going to happen anyway this Sunday in Atlanta. Uh, for those of you interested, I guess it's I guess it's on TNT. I'm sure it is. I have no idea. Um, but speaking of which, speaking of games. The good news came out this week that fans will now be allowed to return to games here in the city of Philadelphia as of this Sunday, tomorrow, as you're listening to this on 106.5. Up to 3,100 fans can attend Sixers and Flyers games at the Wells Fargo Center. Season ticket holders get first crack at tickets. I don't even know how the other tickets are going to be distributed. There probably won't be any more left because I'm sure people are going to snatch these tickets up. No, I saw that like on StubHub, Philly's – Tickets are going for like four hundred dollars. Yeah, so the Phillies are going to allow. I think it's 8,800 8, fans uh, when they open up April first. Tickets for their opening weekend already sold out. Like you were saying, those tickets there were tickets way up in the nosebleeds for like hundreds of dollars. This shows you Jeez. people are just dying, dying. to be outside. Like, dying. like I, I, I mean, like, like this whole pandemic fatigue is real, and this is evidence of, oh. 
of the fatigue. And like like we said last week, man, if you're if you're vaccinated and or if you're not vaccinated and you and you're super safe about it, go. I, I mean, like I'm mm-hmm. tired of policing this. I, I yeah. mean like like do your social responsibility. Mind your own damn business. And like, and no, I, I mean, like, dude, like, I mean, I can speak for myself. This is getting annoying. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I mean, like, and, and you know what? It, if some people want to go out and watch the Sixers, please do it. And look, and and again, and you know, cities or teams have been doing this across the country, and um, the Sixers are doing this, you know, based on guidelines from the state and the health department. This isn't um, Texas, for God's sake. Yeah, no, like, a, yeah, yeah. This like is they're open getting guidance. Right. Like they're getting gu- like this is why I say when you say follow the science, you better not be like I don't know selectively. Like they're getting it from doctors, not like I don't know Doctor Galakowitz. Like <laughs> I, I mean, like like this is where. If you trust science, then you should trust science now. Mm-hmm. And and so again, the Sixers are Sixers and Flyers, fifteen percent capacity. The Phillies twenty percent capacity. And again, you know, as long as you're doing it responsibly, again, it'll be fine. And again, if it just gets out of hand, and you know, we have more cases, they'll just shut it down. Which again, yeah. which is fine because again, like we said, trust the science, trust the process, trust all that good stuff. Yeah, no, and like that should add some juice. Like I, I, I mean, like that should add some juice to the because. There, you need like I, I mean, I I think this is like a kind of a case study is sports need fans in mm-hmm. the stands. Like mm-hmm. I I mean like they add even though a lot of them are are, are bozos, they really do add that level <laughs> of kind of like and for the players. I, I mean yeah. they get all like they get a rise out of it. Yeah, they feed off. They absolutely feed off the fans. Um, and you, of course, like as you said, like given the ticket uh, sales that we've seen on StubHub or the prices, you know the, the fans are kind of dying dying to do something. Um, you know, I am excited to to attend sporting events once again. I will not pay three hundred dollars for a ticket no. in the four hundred level for for Phillies Braves or Phillies Mets or whatever. I always say they get some more reasonable prices before I head down there. I ain't pay, no. I'm not paying four hundred dollars for a three four hundred level ticket. Not no, like it, like it like. If you have a chance within reason, it's all like it's the R word. Everything, everything. Like, if hell, if you want to go to a diner nowadays, if you're fat, go in and enjoy a diner. Exactly, it's fu- it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Just don't be Texas. No, because I think I think a lot of like I mean, it would do reason. Like I mean, people are still a little freaked out. Yeah, I mean, and they should be. Yeah, but at some point, don't you just need to like I don't know, rip that off? If like if you're fully vaccinated. And you're not doing anything, then why? Like, what's the point of all this? Exactly. Like, at some point, everybody's gonna have to come outside the house. Yes. Right? <laughs> like, like I, I know that's like a, a a crazy concept, considering the past year. But at some point, mm-hmm. you're gonna need that. Hell, go outside to a park. Yeah, but say at some point you're gonna have to go outside the house. And again, you, you know, this is a good way for those of you who are trying to worry or trying to figure out a reason to go outside the house. Yeah, this is a good way to go out to get outside the house. This isn't spring break, people. No. And again, just don't be Texas. That's all we ask. Yes. Just don't be Texas. Just don't be Texas. All right, we're going to take a very quick break. On the other side, we're going to talk some football because we have a ton of football news to get to before we get to the St. Patrick's Day Massacre in less than two weeks. March 17th is coming up very quickly. You're listening to the Broad Street Line on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. killed Sparky too. <laughs> Welcome back. Segment number two of the show. Let's talk some Eagles. No Carson Wentz talk, but we need to talk about the aftermath of this Eagles team following Carson Wentz's departure. As Chris mentioned, the salary cap ain't going up that much this year. Um, a little bit higher than they expected. 
somewhere in the 180 to 185 range. Um, that said, the Eagles are roughly about $43 million over the cap. And this is with all the recent moves. And this is with all the recent moves. This is with the uh, the Deshaun Jackson, um, the, the, the sad end to the Deshaun Jackson cut. This is with the, the move we saw earlier this week, the renouncing of the rights to Cameron Johnston, the punter. <laughs> He is no longer, even though he was making seven hundred and fifty grand. It's hard um, times. Out. No, I like hard like, times. No, I really think people are going to be shocked when they see some of the dudes. Like, because people are really still hanging on to this. Oh, oh, you can restructure this contract. No, <laughs> there are are there aren't enough restructures enough to be had for some of these things, like the Saints, yeah, and so, the Eagles, and the Eagles. So, so the Eagles again already are already. Began working on the uh, the Malik Jackson move, the Alshon Jeffrey move, and they'll get cut in, in short order. Um, the news came out earlier this week that Brandon Graham is uh, is going to work with the team on a restructuring. According to reports, that can save the team about eight point nine million dollars off the cap. And again, <laughs> the team is forty three million over the cap, so they're going to have some more moves to kind of do in order to get under the cap. I don't know if you saw the uh, the Zach Berman ten point plan to fix the Eagles. I don't know if you saw that earlier this week on, on the Athletic. I'm slacking. Uh, you usually Z Berm is usually my well, one of my go-to dudes. Yeah, Z Berm said, uh, "All right, let's work some some more deals." Um, he actually had the the Eagles moving on from Brandon Graham altogether, just trading him, just getting the money off the off the cap. So that's already out of date. But he did say restructure Cox, uh, Hargrave, and Lane Johnson, uh, and trade Ertz for a day three pick and rework and extend Derek Barnett's deal. I think all those are probably going to happen if I had to guess. Um, you're going um, to restructure all these deals? You have you don't have a choice. No, you have a choice. You can trade these guys. All right. Well, then how much? How much again against the cap? If you trade, I just hate the whole kicking the can down the like. I, I mean, because there's like, unless you're Ben Dam Roethlisberger, where you're just like, yo, don't pay me seventeen million dollars. Pay me eleven. Like, I mean, this is just good. Like, I guess their assumption is. Once you get past this lean year of of the cap yeah. not going up as much, yeah, and, and you get that TV money, like I, see, I, see the problem. See what the problem is, and I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. The you know what the problem is, thirty three point eight. That's the problem. <laughs> all right. Once you get rid of that, once that's off your books, and once you get that TV the TV money back, you straight, you good. So you like you just got to get you, you just got to get past this one year. So you and, have to kick the can well, one more yard well, down the road. Well, then you got to worry about the draft. Like no, like I, I mean, are the Eagles in the worst position ever for a, a team? No. no, but this this is like, and it's easy. No, I don't say it's easy. It's easy. It's not hard. Yeah, it ain't hard. To re retool or rebuild or whatever art we're doing to use on the fly and become respectable in. Two, Two or three years. Yeah, I'll say three. Okay. Uh, so I get the semi optimism, but what? Like, don't you just want to move on? <sighs> yes, you want to move on, <laughs> but on some level, like you can't be be complete. Like you can't just be. I don't even know. Well, not even know what the equivalent is. Because um, there's really no NFL. Is there an NFL team in this spot? No, no, no. Throw all your exes. Give me the, the no. Jets. Well, the Jets. Well, the old the Jets from last year, I guess. No, I, no. And there is very points about yo. You just can't gut the damn roster. Right. Right. You can't tank. No. Right. Or, or like like. Well, you like, can like, like, like I, tra- I, I, trading Lane Johnson and trading Fletcher Cox is is basically tanking. Like you're basically tanking. <laughs> You can't tank. <laughs> and I know, but if any of the old guys, like say out of all the old dudes, like mm-hmm. or, or, or the dudes who've been here forever, like Lane, Fletch, DG, which one would you be more the most inclined to to part ways with? Not oh. factoring in, not factoring in cap, dead cap, or whatever, because Fletcher Cox, if you want to get rid of him, he has to restructure because his contract is massive. Right. Like that, like I understand you had to give him that. Like, God, Lane Johnson's extension doesn't even kick in until next year. Right. right. You can't it, even trade him. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Like, oh I no, sorry. Know. I had another guy, Brandon Brooks. See, I, again, I'm I'm you know me. I got I'm more partial to keeping that line as together as possible. Cause again, at some point like Jason Kelsey's gonna gonna either retire or leave or whatever. So you I want to keep that line as intact as possible. So 
I would lean towards more towards the defensive side of the ball. And just because of, you know, uh, that Fletch contract is kind of, but you said no contract. I'll go BG because I feel comfortable enough in um, Derek Barnett and the, the other guys you have on that line. They kind of see, I feel the, the opposite. See, okay. I feel like, and you know what I mean? I've never been like this crazy BG stand. Like, I, I mean, but never. I feel like Hargrave can hold up his end of the bargain with Fletch gone. Okay. And, and it seems like, I was, like I, I'm not ranking leaders, but having that dude like BG around is like, cause he's a leader. He's like, a leader. I, I, and he's a leader. and like, on a team that's like trying to rebuild and like you're just trying to get some someone who will listen. Like I, I mean, like that's the added value for Brandon Graham. And like he showed me some. I, I mean, like he'll never be that elite guy, but it, it just to have that like steady Eddie dude. Yeah, like I mean, for from a leadership, yeah, like from a leadership guy, the voice in the locker room guy, the guy that everybody respects, and like he has he he carries more weight in that locker room than Fletch. I mean that's I mean it is what it is because again he's just you know he's just a, like he's like he's a lifer like he's been yeah a, no um, and, and I think he's he want he's taking pride in being an eagle forever which is wild right. to see like a current era athlete say yo I want to be here so are we are we gonna see in your thoughts are we gonna see any anything your predi- uh, your prediction let's say are, are we gonna see anything w- weird strange I know you asked Ashworth a couple weeks ago is there going to be one move that you think the Eagles make that's going to be like, like a Darius Slate type of deal where people be like, whoa, wait a minute? I wouldn't be surprised if they traded Slate. Okay, okay, yeah, like I wouldn't be overly surprised. Like I, I wouldn't be. There's um, a lot of teams that have cap room. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, like, and teams always need decent corners. He's not elite corner, but I don't see there aren't there literally are no corners available in free agency. Right. And, sure. and, and and if you could get and the salary's locked in, mm-hmm. like I, I mean, so why like if you could get a day two pick out of it, why not? Yeah, I think if, if I remember correctly, I don't have it in front of me. I think that that was part of let me let me look up Z Berm saying we're on the air, but I think that was part of his deal too. I think he By said. By the way, shout he, out to all the Eagles athletic guys, man. They roll like I, really I, I, I mean, really like I. I I know Shields a national dude now, but I still classify Shields as yeah. Shields are Shields our guy, man. He's friend of the show. So yeah, he's our he's our guy. Like he's always gonna be our guy. No, but yeah, but Berm, Berman and and Wolf and all those, like those they're really they're really good at what they do. Um, but yeah, but like I, I think that's part of I think that was part of uh, Zach Berman's plan to kind of uh kind of re- rebuild the team. Uh, his ten step plan on who to cut, trade, sign, and draft. By the way, um, he says he he advises the Eagles to. Um, either draft Jamar Chase or Justin Fields with that six pick or trade back, which we'll talk about in a second. I'm sorry. No, Darius Slay was not on that list. He said trade Brandon Graham for a day three pick, which I think you can get more than a day. Well, maybe you can't. But he said trade Andre, Andre Dillard for a, a day three pick. What? 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 love for Brandon. Uh, yeah, I don't know if she gets out of Andre Dillard. My God. Good Lord. What, what no, a, what a I, like, I think I, I think I saw, like, the 2019 draft is one of the worst drafts I've ever seen a team have. Ever. Like, like no, like they might have, like you might have drafted one functional NFL player, one, a single one. Like, no, 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 not a starter and not right. a rotation guy right. <laughs> and not a special. Like he, four of the four of your five picks might not be in the NFL in two years. I was gonna say like a couple of guys are, are not gonna be in the league next year, like possibly. Oh, but yeah, like, like, like do you see J Job like being like three, like being on his. Being on a team in two years? No, like Jay Jones probably not on a team in two years. Andre Diller, just because where he was drafted, probably will be on the team. Being him starting nowhere. But no, like um, if 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 you have one of the best offensive line coaches in the NFL, and he's telling you to cut bait, he actually told you to cut bait last year. Yeah, I, I can't. It's this this whole Andre Diller situation. Like seriously, like I think they need, need to trade him just for just for sanity purposes. Just like just clear the decks and just. Because obviously you get a fourth round pick. God bless you. Because a guy who was on TV today who still thinks he has something in the tank obviously sees Andre Dillon. It's like, yeah, I'm better than him. Yeah, Jason Peters said on Thursday he has one more season left in him. <laughs> Hopefully that season's not in Philadelphia because I'm tired <laughs> of seeing this dude and his little head scarf thing or whatever roll up in Novacare again for was it year 18? I think it would be this this time. I'm done. I'm done. I can't. I can't do it. By the way, all due respect to the goat, like he's arguably the goat of like broadcasters' memories. 
damn man, I I see Justin Fields and I'm like, I'm I don't gonna, know. I'm gonna put it out here like this: Eagles ain't taking a quarterback at six. I promise you. No, but should they? They're not going to. Should they? <laughs> I need. To, can I answer that question in two weeks? I need to see more. I need to watch some tape. I gotta watch some tape because I'm gonna tell you right now. Lawrence and Wilson are gonna be gone. I'm, I'm pretty confident that Chase is going to be gone. And I'm pretty confident that Pitts is going to be gone. And if I had to guess the other guy, I think I think Sewell's going to be gone. I think those wait, five guys are going to be wait, gone. Wait, you think Kyle Pitts is going in the top five? Yeah, I do. I do. Wow. I really, I really do. I think Pitts, Chase, Sewell, and those two quarterbacks are gone. I think th- I think that's the top five. I'm pretty confident in that. So Devontae Smith will be available. I think Smith's going to be there. I think Fields will be, be there. there. Um, obviously Waddle, but whatever. Um, I think those. I think you're gonna have a your pick a couple pick of a couple guys. I haven't watched enough tape because again we've talked about this before. I'm not a, I'm not opposed to taking a quarterback at six. I'm not. I need to watch some more tape. No, like I, I saw just the Fields play last year. He's really good, but I need to. I'm I need not to taking the tape. Trey Lance. Like I, I mean, like yeah, yeah, yeah Trey Lance. What I'm pretty sure my brain would explode if I had another no North Dakota quarterback. I don't even care if he's a different. Race. Doesn't matter. No, Doesn't no. matter. That would literally ruin me. But I, I mean. <laughs> Like, and I get the whole wanting to catch. Like, I mean, hell, we say it. Like, I, I mean, like, that would be the biggest. Like, that would, that would, that would get Howie five more years. Like, mm-hmm. if, if he were to hit on Jalen Hurt, like, and, and I think that's his thinking is like, you know, I, I know the, the owner, like, I'm in bed with the owner, but at some point he's going to be like, Howie, you're not good. Like, but what and, point, again, like, are you sure? Because again, you just talked about the 2019 draft. This is 2021. Oh no, like, he did. Oh no, he blamed Joe Douglas for that. All right. Okay. At some point, you have to blame <laughs> the dude who's always in the room every single year, right? No. So, this, no. No. This is it. And, and like, <laughs> and, and I feel like, and like all these dudes, like this entire fiasco is just based on ego. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like Howie is like trying to replicate Russell, like because he swears he could have had. He swears he wanted Russell Wilson. This is this is his Russell Wilson. Well, this might be his Russell Wilson, although he could still, according to reports, get his Marcus Mariota, <laughs> because the development is open, ladies and gentlemen. The for sale sign is out in the yard. Marcus Mariota, according a to very reports, distre- a, a very distressed. Now this is borderline <laughs> for a borderline foreclosed house. Yeah, this is a yeah, this is a distressed asset. Um, yeah, as it it's not foreclosed, but it's it's quite it's good. No, you know, no, this 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 needs a work. This needs a lot of work. A lot, a lot of rehab, a lot of rehab with this out. Let, let me just say this: it can, maybe I'm it, this Marcus Mariota thing. Is it to compete? Is it to be just the two? Like what is like what is this? Because I don't think he's a bad backup. Two two slash compete. I really think they're just trying to eliminate that whole, yo, we're not handing jack to anyone anymore. Like, Which is fine. I, yeah, no, and I mean, like, I'm probably one of the, I'm like one of the final passengers on the Mariota bus. I don't even, like, I casually will get on it. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> but damn, he's sucked for a long, he's 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 been garbage for a while. But yeah, like, like, He's not going to be great. He's, like, no, he's not going to be like, a top But you know what? He won't let the house burn down if he comes in. Right. But once if he's in, then the house is burning. Yeah, that's but well, that's the thing with any backup quarterback. If the backup quarterback gets no, in, but no, but in this particular situation, if Jalen, this, it, this it, house is not, on fire anyway. No, but like no, it will be really, really, really on fire. Uh, I, I, all right, it's like, who do you want to start for your five and eleven football team? Jalen Hurts or Marcus Mariota? It was like, all right, well, I mean, it doesn't really matter at that point. Like, I mean, obviously you want Jalen Hurts to start and see what he can do, but. If Marcus Mariota has to come in, then you're not you're not losing much because you you stink. Like I don't know, I'm okay with Marcus Mariota coming in. Look, any of these dudes, Marcus Mariota, Alex Smith, whatever, like just come in. You can you're not going to be the starter, but you can come in and battle. No, you need someone that that that's going to give the college try battling. So Mariota's the guy. So but, Mariota's he does, the guy. but if he doesn't get it, he's not going to like bitch and moan. Yeah, so Mariota's the guy because again, because I mean, I mean, he didn't battle Derek Carr in, in the Raiders, but I mean, he was fine. Like he came in last year, a couple. He was fine. Like it's okay. Like no, yeah, no, like no, he got destroyed in, in the competition because there was probably a competition. Yeah, I'm sure, and, but yeah, 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 but like I mean, he stunk, and, right. and, and and like and he happily took the clipboard when Carr got hurt. He ran in, had two and a half good quarters, and then three terrible plays. Yeah. Three, like I mean, 
This is Marcus Mariota. That's who he is. This is which is which is fine. But yeah, I don't. Like, I wasn't sure whether people were like he's just the backup or he might be your starter. Like if Marcus Mariota should start a week one, you got problems. I mean, you like you got you have serious problems. Like problems worse than I think you have already. Oh if, no, you better be looking if, if 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 Mariota is like one if Mariota is starting at all. You better be looking at the 2022 draft for quarterbacks. Yep. Look at the 23 draft for quarterbacks. You know, like, yeah. and that's why just not having this, like, this leech, this $33 million leech gives you the opportunity to, like, maybe <laughs> trade for a quarterback. Like, I know, like, at least you could be in the discussion for next year's Russell Wilson or, or, or whoever. Because, like, it's starting to show that, like, because I think it was never – expected to see quarterbacks on the market there's like multiple quarterbacks there's on the market a, like there's a ton of guys like like i mean he didn't have a great year throwing the football last year but but cam newton rushed for like 15 touchdowns last year he's just hanging out just chilling i mean you can get him you can get jimmy garoppolo no, you get Russell no, no, Wilson, no, no, you get no, Deshaun watson no, no but this no but this can't no like oh, oh no but like in a hype would, would you consider bringing in cam newton cam wouldn't be fine as the two yeah so no. exactly yeah, no, so no, no 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 because you need one year of drama-free football, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. drama-free quarterback quarterbacking. Like that, that meeting room must have been a disaster the last couple. Disaster, of years. disaster. Because because again, you got you know you got Mister Freaky in the open field walking in <laughs> like he owned the place, yes. and then you got Mister you know shoot the ducks in an open field. You know Carson Wentz. Like no, yeah, and, and, and you know what? I hate to say it that that relationship was doomed from the beginning. I I, I mean you couldn't get. Two different, like two different quarterbacks in an intense situation where, like, they literally have nothing to bond over. Nothing. But again, like, again, if you're Howie Roseman, like, and I hate to defend this pick, but if you're Howie Roseman, and you know you want to get the, the the low cost backup, and you can get a guy who you're pretty high on in the second round, you kind of have to do it, right? Like, I, I understand on some level, I understand the logic behind the pick. I just wouldn't have made the pick because I think it's no, stupid. But no, no, because no, because he underestimated Carson Wentz's feelings. Right, exactly. He didn't and, know. Like, but I go back. Oh, God damn it! I'm talking about this guy <laughs> again. No, like, I I go back is should you have known that more about your quarterback that's you been in your building for five years? You should, but again, if you don't talk to this dude, <laughs> then no, you shouldn't. Then you won't. You won't know. If you don't if you literally don't do not talk to this man while he's walking around for weeks, then I guess you shouldn't know. I, but again, the Steelers know what's up with Ben Roethlisberger. They worked out a deal with him. Well, I mean, well, look, the Seahawks, they thought they knew Russell Wilson, and maybe they don't know him. No, so. and, and I think that oh no, man, I wish we had more time to discuss yeah, this. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like, I always wondered what made Russell Wilson tick. Because I didn't know. Like, mm-hmm. I knew he was this very like Christian man, like I don't know, wonderful, beautiful wife. Just almost the ideal family. Like, I, I mean, probably the perfect 21st century family. Mm-hmm. However, I didn't know this dude was, like, driven by, like, his, like, being a legend. Like, yeah. like and, and, like, I, I saw more respect to him. His, I, one of his idols was the biggest, was the, one of the best winners in the history of sports, Derek Sanderson Jeter. Oh, and, I thought you were going to say Tully Blanchard. I'm sorry. And, and, and he said, yo, I need rings like Jeets. Oh, I know any rings and no, like, and I think that's why, like, he, he's like, I think he's a legacy dude where he's like, yo, I need, like, he sees himself on, on this, on that plateau and, and he doesn't have the resume yet. That's the thing. That's the thing. He only like, when you only have the one ring, you're not there. You're no, not on no. That, you're not on that it's level. Because like for as big of a star as Russell Wilson is, I really didn't know that much about the dude, but he, he's got diva tendencies too. Yeah. Look, every every good quarterback on some level, every great quarterback, I'll say great, every great quarterback has diva. Like, I can't think of one great quarterback ever who, on some level, wasn't a diva. Even Peyton Manning on some level had diva tendencies. I mean, you've seen him on the sidelines, kind of, you know, go off on people. Like, you got to be, you have to have a diva tendency to be great because everybody else around you, you want them to be as great as you. Yeah, no, no, they like the a- athletic shout. Sorry to shout out them again. They had a fascinating like reporting on like just the like this has been going on for years. It's like Russ wants to cook, Pete don't want to cook. Like mm-hmm. it, it's like that struggle of like, yo, like how what's the best way to win a championship? And comes back to, I, I think a lot of these coaches just don't want to spend this much money on a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, these guys don't want to spend money on a quarterback. And now Russell Wilson, according to Sports Center, as we're doing this. 
Seahawks actively fielding trade offers now for <laughs> Russell Wilson. So by the time we're on the air next week, Russell Wilson may have a new address. It won't be Philadelphia, sad to say. But we got to get out of here because, again, as our time is up. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always. 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price, just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByTMobile.com. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price, just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByTMobile.com.